I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Crime Alert. I'm Nancy Grace. Breaking crime news now. Carl Dale Hunter forces a woman to an Iowa bus station at gunpoint. The victim texts a friend she's in danger. The friend calls cops. Cops find Hunter and the victim on a crowded bus. Hunter threatens to kill her if anyone gets too close. Cops corner Hunter in a nearby parking garage. He eventually releases the victim and shoots himself. Nancy, Iowa City Police responded to the Trailways bus station and found Hunter with the woman on a full bus with a large group of children on board. Hunter used the woman as a human shield to exit the bus and walked her out of the station at gunpoint to the Court Street parking ramp where the 33-year-old took the stairs up several levels before he was finally cornered and released the victim. Hunter gets medical treatment for his self-inflicted gunshot now facing weapons charges, child endangerment, and felony kidnap. Emily Deese goes to visit her parents and chases them around their home with a knife, brutally stabbing both of them multiple times. Deese, 34, flees, and the couple call 911. Ohio cops find a bloody scene. Both victims rush to the hospital. North Ridgefield police officers say this is actually one of the bloodiest scenes they've ever witnessed, Nancy. There were large pools of blood, splatter in the driveway and street, and bloody handprints throughout the home. Both victims were treated for their wounds and discharged several days after the stabbing. Cops find Deese on a nearby nature trail. She's also taken to the hospital. On the way, Deese tells cops she stabbed her parents because they tried to get her to take her medication. She's now booked on two counts, each assault and attempted murder. More crime and justice news after this. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
Now with the latest crime and justice breaking news, Crime Online's John Limley. A Massachusetts woman convicted of fatally stabbing her two young sons in what authorities called a ritualistic killing has been sentenced to a mandatory term of life in prison without the possibility of parole. The sentencing of 48-year-old Latarsha L. Sanders in Plymouth Superior Court came a day after she was convicted by a jury of two counts of first-degree murder in the February 2018 deaths of 8-year-old Edson Brito and 5-year-old Lasan Brito. The defense had argued that Sanders was not mentally competent at the time of the killings. Police responded to a 911 call at the family's Brockton home February 5, 2018, and found Sanders outside, distraught and combative. The boys were found in the family's third-floor apartment, wrapped in bedding. They had each been stabbed multiple times with a kitchen knife that was later found in the sink. They were pronounced dead at the scene. A man suspected in Northern California's serial killings has been charged in four additional slayings this week, bringing the total to seven deaths since April 2021. Sidney Sumner is with Crime Online. The shootings terrorized the Central Valley city of Stockton earlier this year as police searched for a man clad in black who appeared to be on a mission as he hunted victims for ambush-style shootings. He was also tied to violence in Alameda County. Wesley Brownlee was arrested in October when he was, quote, out hunting for another possible victim in Stockton. Authorities had said they had linked him to the killings of six men and the wounding of a woman. On Tuesday, prosecutors charged him in a seventh killing, which had not been disclosed before. Brownlee is set to appear in court January 3rd. His public defender did not immediately return a request for comment. The man who allegedly broke into U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's home and beat her 82-year-old husband in October pleaded not guilty Wednesday to six charges, including attempted murder. The suspect, David DePap, had planned to kidnap the speaker who was in Washington at the time of the attack when he broke into the couple's San Francisco home October 28th. Instead, the 42-year-old severely beat husband Paul Pelosi with a hammer in an attack that was witnessed by two police officers and shocked the political world. Pelosi later underwent surgery to repair a skull fracture and serious injuries to his right arm and hands. Earlier this month, a judge ruled that prosecutors had presented enough evidence during a preliminary hearing to move forward. Wednesday's appearance was another arraignment, a procedural move where the defendant enters a plea on the charges that will be brought to trial. A Delaware trucker described as an architect of the conspiracy to kidnap Michigan's governor was sentenced Wednesday to more than 19 years in prison, the longest term yet given to anyone convicted in the plot. Crime Online's Sydney Sumner. Prosecutors had sought a life sentence for 47-year-old Barry Croft Jr. Judge Robert J. Jonker described him as, quote, the idea guy behind the plot. Defense attorney Joshua Blanchard said he would appeal the sentence. Croft and Adam Fox were convicted in August of conspiracy charges in Grand Rapids. Croft also was found guilty of possessing an unregistered explosive. 39-year-old Fox was sentenced Tuesday to 16 years behind bars. The government also sought a life sentence for him. 32-year-old Lauren Thompson disappears after calling 911, saying someone's chasing her through the woods. Cops use cell phone pings to ID the area where the call originates. But the search only turns up her vehicle stuck in a ditch. Now, four years later, a Texas work crew finds human remains. Dental records prove it 
is Lauren Thompson. Cops haven't revealed how she died. No suspects named yet. For the latest crime and justice news, go to CrimeOnline.com. With this Crime Alert, I'm Nancy Grace. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.